welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. Episode 181, we're going to talk about 205 Live, NXT, and we're going to venture back to 1993's Halloween Havoc to talk about Big Van Vader versus Cactus Jack in a Texas death match. We got some news, we've got some questions, we've got some other news, but before we get to that, my name is John, and joining me, as she does every week, is the Drew Gulak to my Jack Gallagher. Marianne. I thought you were going to do it the other way around, but that works. No, I figured I would go that way. Okay, that works. Hello. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing excellent. I thought that I wasn't going to get my package on good old dipshit Columbus Day when they decided to not deliver mail, but um, I was waiting for um, a makeup, my Trixie Metallo honey palette. Oh, cool. Oh, honey. Um, with my, my glittery trick, like they're both limited time only and they're both sold out now. Oh, nice. And I was expecting to get them on Monday. And then I realized it was Columbus day, a holiday that shouldn't be a holiday. Yeah. And, um, but they ended up delivering it anyway. Huh? The mailman like showed up just to deliver my package. Oh, wow. Nice. And I was like, so happy about it. But yeah, um, I got that in the mail and I'm really excited. I love it. It's, like, amazing quality. I'm super excited. Um, I haven't done much this week. I wore makeup, like, three or four days in a row. Today's the first day I haven't worn makeup. Oh. What a life I am living. My God. What a time. Yeesh. What a time. What a time. Um, I I watched bits and pieces of the new Doctor Who. You watched the whole thing. What did you think? Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. If you want um, long-form reactions to that uh notlg.com slash podcastica we are uh we're notice how i inserted that plug in there for you thank you Uh, i thoroughly enjoyed it though i'm uh i'm very excited about that when Uh, did one of the episodes sundays sundays okay that's what i thought because my mom wants to start watching and i went oh no yeah sundays because we are fully a household that would get a fridge decal of the TARDIS. Yeah, it's um, man, it was something else. It was it was very good. I'm very excited to see where we go this season. But yeah, check out Podcastica. Me and my friend Taylor talk about it, and uh, it's good stuff. And that'll be a weekly podcast coming up. So we used to be biweekly, but when who is in season, you know. <laughs> it, it it must be weekly. Yeah. Who is in the season? Uh, I will say uh, we are not going to have an episode next week. Just get that out of the way. I am traveling to the main New Hampshire area to go to. Uh, I feel like every time that you address like the audience, I feel like we're just specifically talking to just Dan. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> like we do this podcast for just Dan. It, I'm more relaxed Sorry, when I'm Dan. just talking to to just Dan. <laughs> also, um, I didn't tweet this out. I would just rather uh, say it on on the podcast. Dan is one of my favorite people to just r- have random conversations with on Twitter. It's great. Dan is pretty great like that. Dan is amazing. Go follow Dan. He's great. Dan is a Yeti. On Twitter, <laughs> he he is he is he is a a proper Canadian lad. Yes, he is. I love it. It's good stuff. Yes, wonderful. So, but anyways, <laughs> we got so we've got some news to get to before we get to two hundred five live. A, a lot of breaking New Japan news over the weekend, and by over the weekend, I mean at two a.m. on Monday morning, where I was going to set an alarm because I needed to know who the new member of Los Ingobernables. Dehapon was going to be and I went to bed thinking you know what it's fine if it gets spoiled for me that's all right but I ended up waking up at 208 in the morning and I went I wonder if it's on and the they were walking to the ring and when you turned it on yes it was that's amazing possibly the greatest timing ever I was very excited uh it turns out that I was uh, right in hoping that uh, Shingo Takagi was going to be the new member of LIJ, and he was, in fact, the dragon, 
as they called him. Uh, he will be teaming with Bushi in the junior tag team tournament that's coming up. What a terrifying team! Yes, I am. I was very excited. It was. Uh, it took all of my being to contain my excitement silent, silently, and I, I went to after he was announced. I, I was like, "Well, I'm going to go to the bathroom," and Lauren had apparently awoken and sleepily said, "Was it him?" And I said, "Yes, yes, it was." <laughs> I love that when you tweeted that. So. Yes, Shingo, the newest member of LIGA, very excited about that. Uh, and then I, I went two for two on the on the predictions because last week somebody said uh, Bullet Club OG, aka the Firing Cl- Squad, said they were uh, they were recruiting from a couple of different places, and we named all the places. And I said, "What did I say, Marianne? I hope Robbie it's Robbie Eagles. Eagles. Would be great. Robbie Eagles would be great." And who announces on Twitter? I want to say maybe a couple of minutes or I can't. It was right before I went to bed. Uh, Bad Luck Fale tweeted, welcome to the club, Robbie Eagles. So there you go. I think that's great. They now have a beautiful face. And the, uh, yes, the sniper of the sky. Very excited for him. Uh, This is very, very cool. Um, Things are really going all kind of crazy in New Japan right now. the knife pervert Gato and Jado are now all <laughs> all in the firing squad in a strange turn of events. That's a strange turn of events because a knife is nothing like a gun. You yes. prefer one or the other. Very, very, very true. Um, but very, very interesting. Um, this kind of evens evens up at least firing squad and uh, Bullet Club Elite in terms of members. God, um, you, you have to. You, New Japan is just made up of all clubs, huh? Yeah, that's usually how that's how it seems to go in the in the Japanese uh, uh, feds. I know they're that all, they're all about their their pardon my lack of a better word gangs. They're all yeah, they're all about their little groups. Um, I know that. I think I'm still trying to get into Dragon Gate as much as I can, but Dan has been pretty good about guiding me. But I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, if you're in Dragon Gate, you're in a group. That's just it. <laughs> That's just it. Yeah, you're you're not like it's a solo nice, person. It's nice to belong. Yeah, and I mean, I I uh, I like it. I like when we have groups. I like when it, we have it, friends. It means, it means, yeah. I was gonna say it means that not everybody is a selfish piece of shit. Yeah, for the most part. Unless you're the knife pervert and you turn on all your friends. Because you're you. Come on. Knives don't go with guns. His actually, bull- his bullet. He could have a bayonet. His bullet club shirt is pretty sweet, though. The his bullet he club. Be the, he could be the knife at the end of a gun in oh, the Revolutionary yeah, War. Yeah, the bayonet. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Oh man. Um, and you say uh, what about Dustin? I, Dustin actually wasn't on the show. Yeah, I know I that. Know where I just he wanted is. to put. But what about Dustin? I want to hear about Chuck Taylor. Let's talk about Chuck Taylor, my favorite wrestler of all time. I'm not. <laughs> well, he wasn't. He wasn't there. I'm very. Uh, it was very odd. And he was he was hanging out on his couch with Orange Cassidy and his dog. Wow. In case you were wondering what he was actually doing. And I I feel like the next there's an event that's happening where I think it's the next event is um oh boy, it's Okada and Beretta versus Switchblade and and Gato, I think. Well, that's weird. So I'm like, where's Dustin? Where is Dustin? Anyway, that's all the I crazy news to know New Japan is. stuff. So you heard it here first, folks. I said Robbie Eagles should be in, in the firing squad, and a couple of days later, look where he is. You should just predict all the things. We should be more popular. <laughs> that's really all. <laughs> all I have to say. Um, can we can we talk about this very very below par two hundred five live? Oof. Which is not even live anymore. Why? What's with the name? I don't know. I mean, it rhymes kind of. I think that's what it is. I no, think it does rhyme. It does. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah. There's that's no kind it. of about it. It's just not live anymore. <laughs> two hundred five, no live. <laughs> what? I don't know. I have no idea. Two, is that even like a rerun even? <laughs> 205 uh, on tape delay live. 
Look, man, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, this 205 Live was, uh, oof. It was, God. I mean, all right, let's just get into it. Uh, the other thing, you know, we actually did not um, talk about is we had the Australian event. Yes, which I I kind of sorta not really watched. I mean, I didn't. I I thought about it briefly, and then I was like, "No, Buddy Murphy's gonna win." That's all I really care about. The only way I would have for sure one hundred percent watched it is if it was Drew Gulak and Buddy Murphy. I, Cedric Alexander has this has this way of making me not care. Yeah, um, I mean, I did watch. That was the only match I actually watched, and I watched uh, the Shield's entrance just because I wanted to see that. Ah, oh, good old times. That's all I watched. And um, I will say the Cedric, uh, Buddy the Murphy... The Shield's still coming out of the audience, too, right? Yes, they came out of the audience. Oh, thank God. That's what I thought. Because my friend my friend was um, at a show in, they, in Canada, and they came out right where she was at. I was yes. like, I would have lost my fucking That's mind. Crazy. But uh, the, the match was pretty good. I liked it. Um, you can... <laughs> Buddy Murphy hit uh, his finish, and... Michael Cole was like, what, is that going to do it? And it was like, yeah, it's his finish, man. Michael Cole's an idiot. <laughs> He's so, clearly, you don't know. Yeah. Um, this is not your full-time job, is it, Michael? So I can't remember who said it, but someone said, and I quote, Tony Nese has been doing a lot of talking. And my reaction to that is, this cannot be true. <laughs> It had to have been Percy if it was fucking not true. I think it was. Like, there, there's there's absolutely... But, and when he said talking, he meant just talking shit on Twitter. Yeah. And probably even then it was boring. Ugh. Goodness gracious. So, God. He's the fucking worst. We had... Like, oh, yeah, he he's very terrible. I, I mean, he's... I a... didn't even have anything else to say. I was just gonna go, he's just... I can't even <laughs> emphasize how just fucking awful. He's a fine wrestler. We just do not enjoy him. <laughs> I just feel so bad because it's like, what if he's like, oh, this podcast talked about me and listens to it and then he just puts a gun in his mouth. (laughs) Oh, man, I shouldn't be laughing. Oh, man. Okay, so this has nothing to do with anything. Damn it. So someone asked me, you know, it's like, what's your top five things? And someone asked me conspiracies and I and I was trying really hard to think of five and I didn't even put the one that Kurt was killed by Courtney. Oh, damn it. This is this is the me caring about anything Nirvana related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But come on. He had so much heroin in his body, he couldn't lift the gun, Marianne. Yeah, whatever, I don't care. Nirvana was boring. Um, <sighs> anyway. Um, <laughs> don't even ask me about Sublime. Any, no, Sublime is ugh. <laughs> Sublime, uh, that album like, is like, it's fine, and then you listen to it again, you're like, once, ugh. And then you don't have to listen to it for like another 20 years. Yeah, and then you can, you just listen to it once every 20 years. Yeah, it's, 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 I don't need it. Had a Dalmatian on it, though. That was a cute dog. Oh anyway, uh, Leo Rush comes to the ring, and he, much like Nirvana, asks someone to come as they are to the ring to face him. Nailed it. Holy shit, he is Meatwad. I love it. I didn't, like, hear it. Like, I, I was like, what does he sound? Oh, my God, he really does sound like Meatwad. Yes, he does. He it's, really it does. Is, it has fully ruined it for me. <laughs> fully. Yes. Um, Lince Dorado comes out. I mean, I was kind of like, oh. But also, it's like, well, 205 Live usually just has good matches, so it's fine. And I feel like there's always a, there's always a Lucha guy, like, hanging out. Yeah, they're like, like, oh, me? And they just throw them in there. They're literally like, in the rafters, just hanging out. Here, you you do it. You go yeah. in there. Um, pretty, uh, he's going to, uh, Leo Rush says he's going to make somebody famous tonight. Um, I thought this was, this was a fine match. It was a little kind of slow at parts. Um, it, it was, <laughs> they put somebody who is, they put two people who aren't very over. Right. And then tried to make the match over. I thought the, um, the banter that uh leo was trying to to bring into the ring like he's like a cat you guys he needs some milk and then some little kid was like yeah did you hear that little kid no there and i think he also was like you're stupid and this little kid was like yeah he was just laughing he was really enjoying leo rush making fun of this guy 
Because they're the same age. Basically, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I loved Leo Rush's, uh, I, I don't know what to call it, other than a swinging unprettier. I was like, I wanted to put, please explain that to me <laughs> underneath it's, that note. I was like, what does that even mean? It's uh, Well, the unprettier is the finishing maneuver of one Christian. And I'm trying to think of who does it that you would know that does it, but... Well, I know who Christian is, but I still, yeah. like... It was that move... Oh, my goodness. It's a face buster move. Okay. And he, like, spun around with it. It was crazy. Okay, I, I, I literally just pictured... I know which move you're talking about now. Yeah, I don't know like, the tech... Apparently, uh, I have forgotten the technical names for every move ever, like, last Because week, they the, got rid of them off of, off of Wikipedia? That, but also, I mean, Dan had to tell me what a... A tiger suplex was last week. Jesus. Bless you, hap- Dan. What is happening? Well, thank you, Dan, but also, what the hell's happening to me? I don't know. Um, um, did Dorado do just, like, a no-arm, like, plank fall on him? for the? Is that what he did? The corkscrew plancha when he, like, did a crazy sp- sp- flippy no, thing? No, he literally just stood in front of him and fell on him, a la Orange Cassidy. Oh, yes, 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 he did do that. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> did he just, like, trust plank fall. fall on him? He I was trust like, that fell is- on him. God damn. Oh, man. I don't know. It's just a weird thing to do. Um, the Springboard Stunner from Lindsay, which is a great move. He does that very well. I really like it. Uh, Leo Rush falls to the outside, uh, selling the maneuver, and Corkscrew Plancha to the outside. I really like that, where it was like, oh, he fell to the outside. Well, I guess he's out there now, and Dorado's like, no, nah, I'm going to jump on that guy. Because I'm like a luchador, and that's what we do. And then, Marianne, when it looked like the end was near for Leo Rush, we had to remember about the greatest love we've ever known. And Maria Kanellis is here, which is Who? strange. We haven't seen her in a while. She had a, she had a child, and now she's back. She got re- her and her husband got rehired by the WWE, and she's like, I should get pregnant now. Immediately. No, I'm very sure that's not they what happened. They bore the ever-loving shit out of me. Um, Mike Kanellis interferes, hits Lince Dorado with the crossroads, and Marianne, obviously, you, you, I already know what you said, what you think. They bore the, the ever-loving shit out of you, but I'm, I, uh, I mean, they have been doing nothing with Mike Kanellis. He's been on, like, superstars, just hanging out, you know, doing whatever it is he does. Why did they hire them? They're not fucking doing anything. They have, like, zero support. Well, they're on 205 Live now. Well, literally nobody cares. Well, I mean, we'll find we'll find out. I'm excited to see what they do with them because uh, yeah. this is this is, is interesting. Is he, I thought he was too big. All right, let's let's look it up. Michael Bennett, kayfabe. Oh, this is dumb. WWE, don't give me that shit. Like Mike Bennett. At the end of that, I was just like, did I miss something? He is billed at 200 pounds. He looks bigger than Buddy Murphy. He is six foot one, Buddy Murphy. Which no, I... he just he just looks denser than Buddy Murphy. I think Buddy Murphy looks bigger than him. Buddy Murphy is two oh three, and they have an um, old picture of Buddy Murphy, and holy hell, he has lost a lot of weight. Goodness, <laughs> that gracious. match was just a match that happened, and I. It's fine. Moving on. Thought about trying to care, but then I was like, mm, no. Well, I mean, we'll see where they go. That's all we can really, uh, I mean, it was a surprise, and we'll just see where it goes from here. Yeah. They want to make 205 Live more important, and I think by, I mean, hey, did we think Buddy Murphy was going to do it? Like, Buddy Murphy came out, I was like, the hell Holy is this? Holy shit balls, yeah. And then he fucking just impressed. So, we'll, I mean, we'll see. I am, I'm, I'm here for it. I feel like he's an outlier, though. Buddy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Doesn't matter. Speaking of Buddy Murphy, we got some comments from our new cruiserweight champion saying, "I do. I'm I'm the champ. I do what I want." Basically, I have the most annoying accent. <laughs> and then we uh we had a little backstage segment with the heart and soul of 205 Live, Hot Cop Mustafa Ali. You just made the list. And Cedric Alexander. Um, <laughs> we find out in two weeks we're gonna get. Uh, you could have sounded more bored. <laughs> <laughs> we find out in two weeks where we are going to get uh, Hideo Itami taking on Hot Cop Mustafa Ali. You just made the list! In a Falls Count Anywhere match. That's different, so that's cool. I'm down with that. I feel like every match they've had has been, you know, decent, albeit a lot of matches. 
a lot of matches, yeah. But, but uh, I mean, this is I, different. I don't get sick of watching Hot Cop because Mustafa Ali is, aside from being a stupendously good-looking lad, mm-hmm. is very talented. Yes, he is, and I feel oh, like uh, he is. He is. He is j- enough to make me look past the fact that Hideo Tommy is boring. This will be. Imagine a three-way match between Hideo Itami, Tony Nese, and Cedric Alexander. Imagine the amount of caring. Oof. Negative caring. Negative caring. And I think... Uh, Below ne- zero caring. I think uh, negative caring might be the... Uh, ne- negative caring. Might be the name of uh, our podcast this week. <laughs> anyway... Uh, last it would week, be, it just it would be if that was the main event. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so last week with Drew Gulak, we get that whole recap, and um, Gulak says that Brian Kendrick has lost the 1994 Rare Fighting Game Killer Instinct, and he's out. And I just heard you can't sit with us, Brian. Yeah, you can't sit with us. Basically. Um. This is the gentleman's club that Drew has always dreamed of. Where he's the leader, yes. And everyone <laughs> Where he's listens. the leader, and it's not a fucking joke. <laughs> no, it's not a fucking joke. Uh, next week, we're getting Tozawa versus Gulak, which should be good. I literally feel like this is enti- this is Drew Gulak's entire like childhood yeah. and adolescence living up to this moment. I feel like his, his experience in everything has just been frustrated not being able to succeed in a group setting. <laughs> and then this happens. Uh, Marianne, qu- question for you, which I don't have listed here. Do you do you ever get sick of Akira Tozawa? Because oh, Akira Tozawa is um just a guy. I love Akira Tozawa. I've never been like he's just a loud guy, which I'm fine with. I've never I had as a well, but he's just a loud guy. I've never actually just been like like having a pro- like I'm like oh Akira's on the show. That's great. I, I look at Akira Tozawa and I just think of him as Ricochet's best friend. Hey, that's fine. Love and then, that. then I think of him, the specific gift package of him where he's got Uha's trunks on his head. And he's just yeah, like, he smells so clean. And they're literally, he's wearing them on his head. Yeah, you sent me that. It's very disturbingly adorable. <laughs> Uh, the, it's it's main event time, and it's uh, Cedric Alexander taking on Tony Nice, and I really enjoyed this match, Marianne. He didn't. <laughs> so, you should have played that louder, otherwise I would have laughed over it. So, um, so glad I have that little button. Um, I, what did I text you? I, okay, so what happened was when Tony Nice came out, I went, seriously i was like is it the main event already and i panicked a little bit and so i like hovered over the little cursor bar thing and there was like 20 minutes left and i was like are you fucking kidding me i'm gonna have to sit through fucking 20 minutes of goddamn tony niece like yeah i just wanted to see how much time was left and then i i had like a mini heart attack i was on lunch at work and i was like this is not good this is just absolutely not good and you said tony niece fucking won and what are we doing what are we doing Are we trying to make fetch happen? What's going on right now? <laughs> Yikes. Stop trying to make Tony Nese happen. Goodness gracious. God damn it. And that He's was uh, not going to happen. That was 205 Live. Moving on. Yeah, just John's number one note is I do not watch Tony Nese matches. I do not watch them, Sam I am. <laughs> no, I do not. Uh, NXT. <laughs> A much better show, I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, Tommaso Ciampa is out. He addresses his music, and man, there's no way he isn't aware that it's terrible. This uh, bring it up otherwise. This um, this segment was amazing. No. Yes, it was. It was great. It absolutely was fucking not. What are you talking about? It was funny. It was the fucking worst. I loved it. I absolutely hated it. It was an awkward mess. I felt for all three of them because have you ever been stuck in a scene where somebody forgets their lines? Yeah, that's and you have usually to make me. Up for it, it was just you could feel the awkwardness was tangible. It was great. I loved it. But that's just skipping ahead. I think oh, you're just God, mad because I. I think I think you're just mad because I I who worked on a show recognized a jacket. 
uh, that Velveteen Dream was wearing as a uh, as a jacket that one Alyssa Edwards was also wearing on Dancing is it, Queen. Is it literally the same jacket. It is. It is. If it is not the same jacket, it is very near close to it. What episode? Because that is that is exactly what I thought. And right when I saw your note, I went, "Bitch, how dare you steal my joke!" Oh my god, fringe is my favorite color. I feel like that was episode <laughs> six, maybe. I'm not sure. I think I think it was where he he comes out with the jacket and he's like, "Oh yeah," and he just oh, yeah. it was so Alyssa Edwards. Um, and all the dance moms are like, "Look at your jacket." Anyway. Anyways, um, the dream comes out and he calls Tommaso Ciampa an angry little bald man, to which I laughed very hard at. Yes. Um, because he's not wrong. No, he's not. And uh, Tommaso Ciampa replies with, the belt says this, not me. Uh, maybe The belt just thinks you're not tough tough enough. And Shoot Week is a here. And I'm I'm going to get a, uh, a little sound clip for Shoot Week soon. So. Okay. It's going to be um, fun. The dream's shiny chocolate abs were, like, legit assaulting my eyeballs last night. <laughs> I was like, there's so many of them. It's like a pile of milk duds. Wow. Like, I would make a Kung Pao reference, but I, you've only seen that movie once, so you wouldn't get it. Very true. Damn it. Very. Um, but, yeah, this scene was, this this segment was just fucking garbage. I loved it. Nikki Cross comes out, and the the crowd. That's where it started being garbage. The crowd chants triple triple threat, and look, I don't disagree. I okay, would wa- that... I would watch the fuck out of that match. She is too much. She like she's crossed the line into Donnie insane. Thornberry territory. Take that reference and run with it. I um, know. <laughs> what I know. Donnie Thornberry could barely couldn't even string words together, but that's like that. It was just let's just agree to disagree with the fact that you thought she was the best. <laughs> that's fine, whatever. I'm, no, because I, I think no, I'm, she, I'm I'll I'll concede that that's fine. She is just like doesn't have. There's no you have to put like I have said this multiple times in the weeks past. You have to put boundaries on a character like that. Especially if the character mm-hmm. is supposed to be like insane, yeah, you can't just you have you have to you can't just let a free reign go right. like that because then it becomes it's too much because that's not how insanity works. Yeah, trust me, I would know. <laughs> my medical bill was like four thousand dollars, <laughs> so like Ooh. it's for my medicine. Yeah, it's it's that's not how it works. That segment was just a mess, but like, ugh. She 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 just needs to pick a type of insanity and stick with it. Not just not just like go in and turn it into just like a hodgepodge like um improv. Like right. she just awful improv. Fair enough. Go in and pretend to be an insane person and she's like foaming at the mouth. Like no, just <laughs> You're trying too hard, Nikki. So I, I I honestly enjoyed the knocking the microphone out of Tommaso Trump's hands and then kicking it. I liked it. I the only part I enjoyed was her lying on the ground talking into it instead of picking it up. That was great. That was a lot of fun. I will admit that was funny. So next up we had Keith Lee taking on Kona Reeves and uh Keith Lee's just laughing at him. And that's honestly just Keith's natural face all the time though. I think the uh He's always smiling. Yes, and always. He's just, always smiling like like he knows something that you don't. Just beating the it's shit unsettling. out of him. Unsettling. Yeah. He also know- very charming. He knows that he's going to kill this dude, basically. This is a fine match. Only notes I have is Kona is a tall lad. Uh, it still doesn't dis- distract from the fact that he has full-blown Dolph Ziggler roots. <laughs> yeah. Um, He would make a super gorge drag queen. Like, let's be real. All right. Okay. I don't disagree. John, you work in the world of drag queens. You would know whether or not you want to admit that you actively would be. You, you would. You subconsciously would be able to be like, that person has nice bone structure. I could see Kona being like a Kimura, a Kimura black. I don't with cheekbone implants. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Wait, do I know what that is? I don't know. Kimura Black. Yeah. You should. I might. I don't know. Anyway, um, he is. I know this like a weird like Ric Flair thing, but it's like wear your fucking knee pads on your actual <laughs> knees. Be a goddamn professional. Oh, I don't disagree. Like, oh, he's the worst. I love. I love how he is. He is like fully everyone hates him. Oh yeah. 
Nobody. Like, you cannot be, like, I think he'll be heel forever. <laughs> I mean, probably. Like, nobody will ever like Conan Reeves. <laughs> Fair. He Fair. could, like, cure cancer, and people would still not like him. I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But what I do know is uh, Kona got pounced real bad. Oh, yeah, I know. It was crazy. And then I didn't know that the name of... Uh, Keith Lee's uh, jackhammer slam was called the Supernova, and I fucking love that shit. But um, he's not Scottish. Yeah. Imagine you if just he was made the list. Yeah, imagine if, 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 he was. if Keith Lee had a Scottish accent. That'd be how strange. funny would that be? Be very weird. That'd be hilarious. Uh, we had a uh, Shayna and Kyrie thing that I kind of didn't really watch. Uh, we had William Regal. And he needs them answers about who attacked that Alistair Black. He would have got those fucking answers if they went to the police. Exactly. And didn't try to bypass all the fucking paperwork that would be involved. Exactly. Go to the police. That's their job. They literally do that. Uh, Kiyashis Ono shows up and he says, when's your new shiny toy going to be here? Um, I loved, I noticed immediately, he was wearing two hair ties on each wrist. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Which means he is ready to go at all times. Fair. Um, Fair also, enough. let me braid your hair, Chris Hero. <laughs> um, I think I shouted that at him. Oh, yeah. Once. Let me braid your hair. <laughs> uh, he would let me, too. He's so cool like that. Uh, he also mentioned bromance. And I am, uh, man, very excited for... Oh, the, the other thing, Nikki Crosses knows what Cash just did. And he looked very concerned. So who knows what he's actually done? It could it could have just been like he didn't wash his hands after taking a shit, and she knows. I know. <laughs> so I don't I, know why that came out as my example. It just like I did. Don't know. But uh, he was like spitting hot truths, but still the fact that she, I, I expect her, I fully expect her to say that to Keith Lee, and Keith Lee to just look smirk at her I with that. Know. I know. I uh, also know what you did last summer. So uh, I'm very much excited for hopefully uh, Cassius and Matthew Riddle at t- NXT Takeover main event time, Marianne. I would braid Matt Riddle's hair too. Yeah, I mean he would probably let you do that too. He has had his hair braided. I can't but confirm. Yeah, main I've event seen that. time. Um, I fully rolled my eyes when Ricochet's music hit. Also, this is a PWG main event. Yes, this is a, a BOLA main event for sure. This is a Bola Reseda final. special main event. BOLA final. Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne versus Ricochet for the NXT North American Championship. Oh, boy. I feel like this was this this could have been a match at BOLA 2016. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it could have been. Um, Like, fully. I really dig the look of the North American Championship, but I just hate its name. It just seems very strange. It it it, it, it seems very um, entitled. It, Forget the pun. It should be. It just it seems it seems very like I don't know like because North American people will just like I don't know it, it just seems it seems. Um, I can't find the right words. Just forget that. Um, I just was. F- Full on rooting for Drake Younger to win this match. <laughs> I thought this was a was a pretty great match. I love Drake Younger. He steals the spotlight whenever I see him. But um, imagine only being as interesting as your catchphrase, which is just like two words. Man, like and I'm some of those some of those words are your name. Yeah, I know. Oof, that's rough. Uh, and then and then one of the other words is just the same word twice. Yeah, and it's not even really a word. Goodness. Man, imagine being that interesting. Like, he's riding it so hard that it would be upsetting if he didn't commit to having it on his headstone. Yeah. Here lies Adam Cole, baby. Baby. Imagine. Um, Man, uh, I have a note here that just says, Ricochet is something else. What the fuck ever. Um, <laughs> he can get a good bounce off of cement. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's insane. I didn't even see... Uh, done on the outside when he did the moonsault and i went oh my god what is it oh pete dunn's out there i got very scared i'm like why is he doing a moonsault like uh he hit adam cole with something and then it looked like he was gonna go to the top rope to uh follow up why would you get scared ricochet would land on his feet yeah but i i didn't know why he was diving i went oh uh, oh there's pete dunn all right 
because he's a flippy lad. I don't know. Um, I will say, for as much shit as we talk about Adam Cole, when Pete Dunne hit him with his forearm... Was he, that Pete Dunne or Ricochet? Because there was another forearm in there, and I know that Ricochet did it. It was, That was a different one, but this one was definitely okay. Pete Dunne, because I watched it like three times. Because it was Adam Cole? <laughs> yeah, he elbowed the shit out of him, and it was it was great. It was uh, a- Adam Cole, like, flew back t- two million yards and exploded. It was crazy. Did his hairline recede more? Adam Cole's? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> uh, the double super kick with Ricochet in the middle of the air doing the moonsault. I mean, just... Good. The... Kick that flippy little <laughs> shit out of the sky. Uh, the double Hurricane Rana scared the shit out of me. And then and then the reverse Rana didn't look good either. That shit looked horrible. The, the shooting star press into that fucking triangle, though? Yeah. That's scared me my god that's some good shit i love when they do that it was it was it was a very good match adam cole aside adam yes adam cole aside indeed um a wild ricochet hits a a 450 out of nowhere and retains okay all i thought of immediately i paused it right when this happened i was like dude this is like in sonic when you're fresh off a slope and you're spinning like really far yeah like mad air that's what i saw oh yeah because it didn't show where he jumped from it just showed him flying into the into the shot oh yeah it was crazy like the trajectory was insane he went full-blown sonic the hedgehog it was nuts it was absolutely (laughs) i loved it and that was nxt i love this awkward pause podcast that we're doing well marianne what happens when i edit the podcast is i t- remove all the pauses so no one knows they're there no that was unprofessional of me i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> well guess what i don't edit out random shit like that so well, fuck <laughs> we traveled back to world championship wrestling 1993 we watched big van vader versus kakatus jacko from Jack-a-tus. halloween havoc <laughs> From Halloween Havoc. Why did you say it like that? Because that's how they introduced him in Japan. Kekatus, <laughs> Jaku. <laughs> yeah, it was good shit. Teddy Funk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That skit was the best. It was. Like, if you guys are going to go back and watch this, you have to watch oh, the, the, at the beginning. Oh, my God. The state of the skit at the beginning. This will be better than good. It'll be great. Yes, great is better than good. It, like, it will be good, which is great and good put together. Uh, Tony Schiavone, this is the scariest thing of them all. Um, That kid, though. One of, is that kid dressed like Velveteen Dream in 1993? <laughs> I hope so. Before Velveteen Dream was even alive? Yes. Reminder that we're old. Very well. <laughs> he, he was dressed like Velveteen. Yeah, um, he was. It was nuts. Um, uh, <laughs> Tony, for cook- Tony Tony Schiavone inviting these children in for cookies. He has black eyes. Run away. Yes, children. like this screams alien demon cover up. Yes, goodness like, gracious. And that one kid was like, what kind of cookies are they? Fuck, kid. They're poo cookies. They're the poo kind, you ungrateful brat. They're fucking cookies. Don't complain. I mean, Shit. I wouldn't even complain. I would just leave. <laughs> I wouldn't this have even been there in the first place. Frightening. Outside? Yeah. Are you kidding? Goodness. Willingly? Horrible. So Am it I turns getting paid to be outside? Turns out Tony Schiavone's a monster. And then we see the spin the wheel make the deal wheel. And then we see Eric Bischoff. It was so amazing. So, that kid like poked his nose and he was like, okay, I'm going to hold my nose for a dramatic amount of time and back up slowly. <laughs> like it was very weird. So strange. Uh, let's talk about this Texas je- death match. What's that smell? It's my wife. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> who, who fucking wrote that? <laughs> Jesus. Enjoyed this so much. Oh my god! <sighs> Yikes. Oh my god! But Eric Bischoff. <laughs> so let's talk about this Texas Death Match. It's the main event of the evening, which is interesting. And the rules. Let's go over the rules of a Texas Death Match, Marianne. 
Uh, yeah, you said whenever these two dudes are going to kill each other, but I was like, actually, I kind of, for my sake, would like to know the rules. Thank so you. if I recall, here are the rules. I, I mean, they showed up on the screen, but I did not write them down, and I'm not going to go back and look. So uh, pinfalls don't count. Falls count anywhere in the building, and I'll get to that. Hold on. Um, you can pin your opponent, but the match is not over. They have to a 10 count uh, to answer, they can get up before a 10 count. The match continues. And then there's also in between falls, there's a rest period. So there's like, I don't know. It's ve- And you could tell at the end, the way this match ended was kind of like, wait, what? All right, I guess he won. There's no disqualifications, no count outs, anything like that. So this was crazy, Marianne, right? This is a fucking crazy match. It was ridiculous. Like, I love Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. Like, so much. Like, the more I see him in things, the more I listen to him, I'm like, he is the best. Yeah, he's pretty great. I just love listening to him talk. He's so funny and he's so quick-witted. Oh, like, yeah. I, I really dig it. Like, he doesn't take himself too seriously, but he also knows his shit. Yes. And I'm just kind of like, this is great. He's refreshing. Yes. I, I, that... that that commentary duo was amazing. Tony Schiavone and Jesse the Body Ventura, my goodness. But only when Tony Schiavone's wearing a bald cap. Yes, absolutely. Um, you even have hair under there at the I, end. So Vader comes out first, and then uh, Cactus Jack comes out. And the rundown, the one-minute recap that Tony Schiavone gives us of where Cactus Jack has been is utter genius so funny cactus forgot who he was cactus forgot his family cactus lost everything cactus found the bed when he, was, when he was doing that was when my brother came into the room and was kind of watching it with me yeah and i was like oh god this is not helping my case like, <laughs> yes people who don't watch wrestling always come in at the worst times to... it's honestly that's how it works Ugh. we talk like the listeners don't know what we're talking yeah. about oh they clearly know. it's happened to them um Vader, I, I, I've always read that Cactus Jack just let Vader just beat the shit out of him to make it look just as real as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, I mean, happened it here. It works. <laughs> um, man, it's hard to watch chair shots to the head with everything we know now, you know? Yeah, I know. It's very just like, ugh, I don't, I don't like this at all. But then knowing, knowing how, 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 um, Mick Foley d- turned out. Yeah. You're like, okay, this one's this one's okay. Well, I mean, I. He but it's is not a, okay, but yeah. still, he is as okay as one can be, I guess. It's better than all my friends are dead now. Very, very true. Very true. Um, a lot of taking bumps on the runway, the suplex. Oof! Oh man, when Cactus suplexed uh, Vader onto the uh, onto the runway, I, he almost didn't get him all the way over. I know. I was very oh my worried. God. Goodness. Um can we talk about the the Halloween Havoc uh graveyard? It was great. <laughs> when he buries him in his own his own grave and then he rises from the grave all bloody. Was, yeah, I was like, where did that come from? That was good shit. I loved it. Um and I actually have a Tell me why the freaking decorations for the haunted house at the be- the skit at the beginning were better than the decorations on stage. Man, I have no idea cuz they filmed <laughs> they filmed the first thing first and then they used all the leftover money. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, here's a wooden cactus." He hit him with a cactus. I thought that was funny. I yeah. Cactus uh, My favorite thing was just um Jesse Ventura referring to cactus jack by just cactus just calling him like, ca- yes just like like cag like what's like my first name is cactus yes my first like- name is cactus <laughs> uh man hello wh- my name is cactus i mean i guess com- uh, if if we want to compare it to the undertaker match this match you, was my name's cactus jack you can call me cactus <laughs> this match was i feel like much better even though it was all over the place and yeah. I feel like Vader was just moving around a lot better than he was in that match. Yeah, he went to go sit on Cactus and just missed. <laughs> it was so funny. I thought it it was hilarious when Cactus launched him into the table and Vader was just like, wee, and jumped on the table and bounced <laughs> off it. Oh, my God. 
And then I think at one point you heard taser noises. And I'm like, is that a, is that a fucking? T- Does Harley have a taser? Yes, and he did. He did have a taser, yeah. and that's how the match basically ends. Is with uh, Cactus getting tasered and then not answering the ten count, but there wasn't a he. Did, I don't know. It was very strange. And also, um, Gary Michael Capetta was counting very fast, and the, and I didn't understand about the rest period. I'm like, why is he just saying the match continues? I don't understand. But then I realized, oh, that's the end of the rest period. So Vader gets the win via. Something I don't know is very strange, and then uh, Harley gets a double arm DDT for his for his troubles. Oh yes, Harley Race was uh, with Vader at this point. Yeah, it was. There was just you dirty. She got DDT'd by Santa. Yeah, he did. Your one note though was why is Cactus's blood so dark? Yeah, so this is not the only time I've noticed this. There was a time when he, I think he was just getting. There's this really just, I, and I think he told them to do this, where he's just getting the shit beat out of him by evolution for, like, an uncomfortable amount of time. And he's just and like, like, make it stop, he's already dead. Yeah, his blood is just so dark, and I just don't understand Mythical it. creatures are like that. Have you ever seen unicorn blood? No. Looks like mercury. Yeah, oh, interesting. Don't dragons have black blood? I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's a mythical creature thing, man. Santa counts as a mythical creature, doesn't he? I think so, yeah. Huh. Nice. Interesting. Good shit. So that was was our classic match of the week. As I said, uh, no no show next week, so no classic match. But we'll be back after that. Can we watch another Halloween Havoc after? Do you want to watch a... Can we watch a Halloween... Theme. I don't know. I don't know. I just really enjoy. Well, this. because if if we, uh, I mean, yeah, we, we have to skip around. Yeah, you're right. If you want to stay with Halloween Havocs for the entire month, we can do that. I don't think anyone will complain. Do you just want to do like a best of Halloween Havocs? I mean, we could. All right. Well, okay. They're so, enjoyable. So unless I mean, we just want to do worst of just Halloween themed anything, and then go back to when Cesaro had a pumpkin on his head and was wrestling Dean. Oh God, no. So we'll we, <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks with another Halloween Havoc match. I will post it somewhere so you all can see it, and then we actually after that, the next time we record is November first. So maybe we'll just do one. We'll do two more Halloween Havoc matches. How about that? Okay. Okay. Uh, side note, really fast. My my thought process went from uh, Cesaro to Seamus to Seamus's friggin' um, Instagram post the other day. Do you follow Seamus on Instagram? I do not know. He's hilarious. Um, he did a he did a post where um he's with Rusev and they're doing the um the the Star Trek Live Long and Prosper, mm-hmm. and it says on Rusev Day we drink Romulan ale and do the Spock hand thing. Romulan <laughs> ale. Mm. is Star Trek booze. And it's literally blue beer. And they're they're drinking like an AMF, but one of them called it Romulan Ale, so now they're just standing like Star Trek nerds in the picture. <laughs> and I was like, wow. And he didn't even try to explain it. He just put Romulan Ale and I went, wow. I I Seamus. I am I am way impressed by you right now. Nice. And it's just the both of them being like super dorky. It's great. Good. I'll send it to you right now. It just made me very happy because I was like, oh, Star Trek, all of my worlds are, are like colliding. It has been sent to me, and we will continue on to the news, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, go ahead. So word around the internet uh, is that Pete Dunn is... That's a great picture. That's very good. <laughs> These are all very good pictures. And then the last one explains what Romulan Ale is for anybody who doesn't get it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's good stuff. What um, a nerd. I love it. So word around the internet is that Pete Dunn is injured or has multiple injuries. That's pretty much all we know. So hopefully it's not too serious. I mean, he is still the United Kingdom champion, so it can't be too serious. But It can't be too serious, but also, isn't his girlfriend pregnant too? Mm. Well, she is. Confirmed. Oh. But right. I don't know how far along. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll find out here. Um, also, side note, Stevie Fierce is also injured, so he had to pull out of all of his indie dates. Oh, man, how bad is that injury? Just pretend that you know who Stevie is. I don't. Everyone should know who Stevie is. I don't know who he is, but oh, man, how bad is that injury? Huh? How bad is the injury? It's me. Ooh. Yeah. 
Well, he's still going to the gym, though. Lord knows what. I don't know what he would do if he didn't have the gym. Yeah. But he's the one that's number two on my on my list. Oh, you just yeah. made the list. Well, there you go. He is, he is a I just angrily sit and stew about how mad I am that I'm not as good looking as he is. But anyways, on to questions. Um, I'm actually just just for uh, my sake, I'm going to see if Joey Janela announced anybody else for this um, oh, we're going to get Nick Gage versus Joey Ryan at Joey Janela's L.A. Confidential. Um, that's going to be fucking insane. Jesus fucking Christ. So I'm excited about that. And I think, what was the other match? They announced another match that I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. Oh, 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 the Amazing Red's going to be there. And we're going to have Hardcore Holly versus Brody King. Yeah, didn't you say like the Great Sasuke was going to be there too? Great Sasuke will also be there. Um, yes, very excited stuff. So let's get to these questions, or as Marianne likes to call them, questions for John. Yeah, I was just going to say, these are not questions. Um, Holland asks, Bullet Club just added like a billion more dudes. Is this turning into the NWO 1999-2000? Firing Squad equals Wolfpack? And... I mean, uh, I don't know. I uh, I don't think it's like, yes, they did add members, but it kind of evens it out and it gives the Bullet Club OG a little more. Um, At what point oomph. does the Bullet Club become a militia? I think they, kind of, they, they were and then they split. So, I mean, uh, the firing squad is Bad Luck Fale, Gato. Um, oh, goodness. Um, it's one of, well, how do you say this name? It's Hikiluau, something like that. Jado, Jay White, Haku, who's not really an active member, Robbie Eagles, uh, Ishimori, Tama Tonga, and Tongaloa. And Bullet Club Elite is Hangman Page, uh, Chase Owens, Cody, Kenny Omega, Marty, the Young Bucks, Takahashi, um, Steven, someone put Stephen Amell in there. And I mean, honestly, Kota Ibushi is also part of the Bullet Club Elite, basically. So it's pretty even. I, I, It doesn't feel crazy yet, Holland. It doesn't feel like we're adding random dudes. I, it, I mean, the Bullet Club Civil War has been going on for a while, and then the Chaos Civil War kind of started and then kind of stopped because we put gato and jado and uh switchblade in the stable so i don't know it's our feuding governments it's very strange but um i don't think i don't think it's getting out of hand yet i don't think it's getting into that nwo territory so i think if they stay as is right now it should be fine but who knows how many how many people is too many people uh let's see I mean, active uh, firing squad has. I mean, some of these dudes aren't even active right now. So you've got Gorillas of Destiny. That's two. Ishimori. That's you know three. Robbie Eagles is four. Jay White five. I mean, Gato and Jado don't aren't really normal all all the time wrestlers. You have Bad Luck Fale who's six, and then I feel like um, this other Tongan Hikiluau or however you say his name. He's injured. I'm pretty sure. So you got six. And then you got two, four, six, seven on the other side. So, oh, eight if you count Coda, which apparently they don't. I count him, but whatever. Um, yeah, so I don't think it's getting too crazy yet. And I would, I would still like to point out, uh, Lij still has the least members of any stable in New Japan, and they and they just added someone. Uh, let's see, Dan. And they're asks, still the coolest. Yes, thank you, Dan. asks. Uh, now that Shingo Takagi is in New Japan, uh, will you two be able to stay friends if he wrestles Dustin, Marianne? Um, my thing is, I'm not some delusional Dustin fan. Mm -hmm. He loses a lot. Right. In fact, he's at his best when he loses. <laughs> All right, fair. So it's like, it, we can stay, we'll definitely stay friends. Yes. Like, if he wrestles Dustin, I'll just be like, see you in hell to him kind of thing you know like it's not like it's just I, I i adore him as a performer and i want him to have nice things and stuff but it's like he is what he is shingo <laughs> love it uh calvin asks are you worried that uh 
Cuban and whoever he brings in will disrupt or worse wreck the current New Japan environment. Man, have you seen this this no. this this thing where um uh so I feel like somebody tagged me in it. Basically, uh the uh, people in New Japan are like this isn't New Japan. I don't know. It's very like they're feeling very weird about how it's going. Um, like they're they're being um, hipsters. Uh, not really. I mean, uh, I'm. Tr- let me see if I can actually find the uh, rut row. There it is. Um, it's a big long article. I wish somebody with too long didn't read it. But uh, the the article ends with there are people who in the past had never even considered WWE who are thinking about it, and others who were completely committed to staying who are probably leaning that way but are considering the WWE option. Uh, This also, it doesn't help that both the Young Bucks and Cody have been making very weird, cryptic uh, messages. Also, I've seen a lot of quotes from, including Naito, about why are there so many Westerners here? Um, So, ah, man. People in New Japan, like wrestlers in New Japan are upset? Yeah. It looks like it. So I'm not really sure what... I mean, I totally see it. So it's it's basically... Uh, get, to get back to Calvin's question, am I worried about the New Japan product? No, I'm not. Um, honestly, I when I first started watching New Japan, which was... Oh, boy. Whenever... Uh, uh, Shinsuke did his crazy um, entrance with all the the strippers in the stripper pole. I think it was Wrestle Kingdom eight. I could be very wrong. I know I know Loki wrestled there, so I'm gonna just look at this and pretend like this is the event, and I'm just gonna keep buying time until I can see. And I don't see his name anywhere, so it might have been Wrestle Kingdom nine. I'm honestly not sure, you guys, but um, it was either eight or nine. And, yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it for... I watched it for all the Japanese guys because I wanted to, you know, I wanted to educate myself in a different uh, style of wrestling. So, I mean, I think if they lose... Obviously, if they lose the Young Bucks and, uh, God forbid, Kenny Omega and Cody, um, I think Kenny would probably be the biggest blow to new japan because he's you know their champion but they've survived that with shinsuke leaving uh so (laughs) bless you so i don't really see this shaking things up too much and honestly if they do leave man that just rockets some other guys to main event status which is great like tamatanga who's trying to you know get this stable all together come on now but anyway, that's what I think of that. So we are not going to have a show next week, as I've said like 700 times. Um, so I guess we should just uh, wrap this up. Yeah. Wrap this up. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault, and you can follow John on Twitter. JP Thrice. Subscribe to us on iTunes, which I just updated recently. Yeah. Oh some fun five side notes stitcher and now spotify search tornado tag radio rate review us as well so we can see how we're doing yes good hopefully good oh and there is actually one thing before i tell you the rest of the uh i i took a poll today on the tornado tag radio twitter account and i said hey should we do coverage of NXT UK start starting next week and we are at eight votes and it is a hundred percent yes, so looks like we're gonna start watching that. Good, because my only reasoning was Eddie Dennis. Eddie Dennis, uh also let's see, who else do we have on there? El Ligero. We have uh the mod father. My is, mod daddy. And we have Mandrew, so uh I'm I'm excited Andrew to start watching. I'm excited to start watching that. So that that will also be something we cover. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Purchase one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. And support TTR and all of the other podcasts on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash notlg. Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Calvin. Shout out to... 
Chris. I don't know anybody else that uh, that that. But those are the three people I can remember. If I forgot you, I'm sorry. So uh, join us in two weeks. Uh, the only thing we're actually oh well, join us in two weeks where we will be covering what NXT UK, NXT, and 205 Live. Kind of like that we're giving. Kind of like that um, we're giving those shows some uh, some you know some attention. I will be in uh, Seattle. Oh. The weekend of the 19th. Oh, so next week. No, we can record. Yes. Yeah, no, but I'm saying you're next. No, the week. week after. The week after, though, I think it would be interesting. Well, give us give us something good to watch this week, because then I'll watch it with my wrestling friend up there. Do you, Ashley, do you want me to give you something good? No, to watch? give give us something good, and then when I watch it, I'll try and watch like our, our like a classic match. Okay. I'll try and watch it with Ashley, and it'll be interesting to see it with somebody who remembers it differently. Right. British. And it'll be great. All right. So uh, there's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com. <laughs>